Two years ago, Americans watched in horror as a crisis unfolded at the Kabul airport. There's desperation and anguish. More than 80,000 Afghans have since arrived in America. But this story is still unfolding. I'm Andrea Smartin. In my new podcast, Stranger Becomes Neighbor, we'll find out what happens to these new arrivals in our communities. Who would help our newest neighbors? Follow us at kslpodcast.com, Apple Podcasts, or anywhere else you listen. Did you catch the president's address from Mount Rushmore? No, no, no. Did you, did you, did you really listen to it? Did you hear what he had to say? I, I did. I sat there, I listened to it in its entirety, and uh, I went back later on even and read the transcript uh, because I was, I was moved by it, and I was encouraged by it. And I think what the president had to share as he stood in the shadow of Mount Rushmore was very important. Now, I also, too, looked through much of the uh, media coverage after the fact, particularly by, uh, you know, cable news outlets like CNN and MSNBC and such like that, and they were very, very critical of what the president had to say. But that uh, has become the, the MO of places like that. New York Times, in fact, uh, had a, a write-up which they titled something along the lines of all the terrible ways Trump aimed at dividing the nation through his Rushmore speech. And it's, a, it's unfortunate and discouraging because that's not the speech that I heard. It's not the speech I heard at all. I want to walk with you through uh, many of the comments made by the president. But more than that, I'm going to invite you to uh, read a transcript of the president's remarks. I'm going to post that on my Facebook page in just a moment. I'm going to walk through it uh, with you first here. Uh, And in fact, we'll go through uh, kind of chronologically as the uh, address went on. And I'll share with you uh, some of the things that I thought were important and worth noting uh, this ahead of you uh, doing your homework and going and reading the transcript yourself. So uh, the president started out essentially discussing what the nation is facing right now. Our nation is witnessing a merciless campaign to wipe out our history, defame our heroes, erase our values, and indoctrinate our children. Those are strong terms and strong words, but I agree with them. I do believe that there is a campaign to change the fundamental understanding of what it means to be an American. And I think much of that is focused on an attempt to rewrite our history by canceling portions of it. I don't think that's right. The president continued discussing attempts to tear down statues and other monuments. Angry mobs are trying to tear down statues of our founders, to face our most sacred memorials, and unleash a wave of violent crime in our cities. Many of these people have no idea why they're doing this, but some know exactly what they are doing. Did you catch that? He made reference to two groups of people, those who are engaged in these acts of destruction, those who, are setting, who have set their sights on the tearing down of monuments across the country, and he claims that so many of them have no idea what they're doing that they have no understanding of uh, the, the choices that they are making or the vandalism in which they are uh, participating. And I agree with that 100%. We talked about an example of that just last week with the Emancipation Memorial in Washington, D.C., a few blocks uh, from the Capitol building and the Supreme Court and the Library of Congress. They're depicted 
is Abraham Lincoln alongside uh, a kneeling African-American freed slave. Now, why does that fit into the category? It's because that monument, as you and I discussed and learned together, was paid for and established by freed slaves. Yeah, they pooled their money. They pooled their money to erect a statue which would memorialize Abraham Lincoln, the great emancipator. The individual who signed the Emancipation Proclamation, which is depicted in that same statue. Oh, and uh, Frederick Douglass yeah, delivered the, uh, the dedicatory address. <laughs> yeah. And somehow there are those who want to tear it down. They, they think that those freed slaves who gave their own money to erect that statue, and Frederick Douglass, who offered his words at the dedication of that statue, today's people, we, we know better. We, we know better than to allow this statue to stand. That's absurd. That's absurd. The president continued, and he discussed this phrase, which you and I have heard uttered a time or two lately, cancel culture. President Trump discussed that. They think the American people are weak and soft and submissive. But no, the American people are strong and proud. And they will not allow our country and all of its values, history, and culture to be taken from them. The American people are strong. And we will not allow uh, our history to be taken from them. That's reference to this cancel culture, which the president went on to describe. One of their political weapons is cancel culture driving people from their jobs, shaming dissenters, and demanding total submission from anyone who disagrees. This is the very definition of totalitarianism, and it is completely alien to our culture and to our values, and it has absolutely no place in the United States of America. This attack on our liberty, our magnificent liberty, must be stopped, and it will be stopped very quickly. We will expose this dangerous movement, protect our nation's children, end this radical assault, and preserve our beloved American way of life. It's odd that as I sit here talking to you now, because of, because of the loud voices who so regularly shout down the president and make so many accusations, warranted or not, I almost feel self-conscious right now as I share with you my view on the president's remarks from the other day, that he, on the 3rd of July, on the eve of the 4th of July, America's Independence Day, delivered remarks about the strength and resilience of Americans, and somehow I have this little like twinge of self-consciousness in the back of my mind where I'm, for some reason, doubting the wisdom and singing the praises of a presidential address? <laughs> it's, uh, it's, it's terrible. It's unfortunate. 
And I hope that as we emerge from you know, whatever these trying times are in which we find ourselves now, and this is a trite desire, trite phrase certainly, I hope that we can in fact come together and that uh, those in this cancel culture will someday come to their senses and uh, on the other side uh, that you know, they will come uh, to their senses when it comes to, you know, being open and accepting. I really want to get along because I don't think, I don't think that I should be sitting here self-conscious about praising the president, specifically uh, the remarks that he made on the eve of the 4th of July. He continued, the president, discussing uh, more of the destruction of statues around this country. No movement that seeks to dismantle these treasured American legacies can possibly have a love of America at its heart can't happen. No person who remains quiet at the destruction of this resplendent heritage can possibly lead us to a better future. There's more I want you to hear from the president's remarks if you were unable to hear them yourself on Friday evening. Uh, he spoke later about what is being taught to the nation's children in the school setting, K-12 through or in universities, uh, or if they are consumers of social media here and there. And uh, he talked about an unfortunate reality where history is being taught in a way other than the way it transpired. So uh, I'll leave this at that. And on my Facebook page, if you go there now, Lee Lonsberry, you'll see the live mic logo up there. Please go there, like it. Would you like the page, please? And while you're there, you will find a link to the full transcript of the remarks delivered by President Trump at South Dakota's 2020 Mount Rushmore fireworks celebration there in Keystone, South Dakota, in the shadow of Mount Rushmore. All right, I'm going to take a quick break right now. When we come back, we're going to talk a little bit about this cancel culture, but specifically, specifically about the changing of the names of U.S. military bases. There's an interesting circumstance, uh, an interesting standoff. Shaping up. That's ahead on Live Mike. I'm Lee Lonsberry, and this is KSL News Radio.